Welcome to episode 178 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, is Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the 16th of January, 2000, 2021. And um, I hope uh, I hope your weekend's going well so far. Uh, it is 7.55 in the morning. We are fucking up with the fucking larks, people. Catching that early worm um, because I've got a few fucking bits to do today. I've got to go to um, uh, Birmingham later on and um, uh, do a few bits up there. And uh, it seems weird traveling at the moment when you're not traveling a long distance when you're not actually gigging. Um it seems very strange. Uh, there's usually the panic. Uh, that's always the thing uh, when you're on the way to a gig. There's always the panic of making it to the gig on time that you're going to get fucking stuck in traffic because that's the way this country works, baby. There's fucking traffic everywhere. Um, or there's always some hold up on the M6 if you're going north or some hold up or roadworks or something on the M1 if you're going south. Um but it seems a bit odd having a leisurely drive around at the moment. Not really worried about what time you get somewhere. Or you haven't got a deadline to get there. Um, anyway, um, yeah, this week uh, I, I haven't done loads. Uh, I've been, uh, I'm not going to lie to you people, I have been binge watching uh, Cobra Kai. I fucking love it. I love the nostalgia of it. Um I uh, love the Johnny character in there. I fate, fucking hate um, the uh, Daniel LaRusso character. Um, although it seems to be, uh, they seem to be sort of like um, more pairing up a little bit more in this. But there's still that sort of like, sort of 80s vibe to the show. It's a fucking, it, you know, it's a nostalgia fest. That's what it is. Um, but I fucking love it. I remember going to see... Um, Years and years ago, this was in the 80s, whenever, um, let's have a look, see when it came out, uh, Karate Kid film, the original, um, when was it, release date, let's have a look, I went to uh, Milton Keynes, the Point Cinema, I think it was in Milton Keynes, it was the only one showing it, um, fucking hell. Is that right, 1984? It might have been Karate Kid 3 or something like that. I can't see my parents when I was like seven years old sending me off to uh, Milton Keynes um, to watch uh, the Karate Kid. It might have been Karate Kid. Karate Kid Part 3. 3. Let's have a look. When was that? It was the Point Cinema in Milton Keynes, and it was the only place um 1989 that's probably more like it 12 years old i'd have been at that point yeah uh it was the only place that was showing it for some reason the cinema we had one cinema in northampton which is now the jesus army center if, if that's not been closed down because of the scandal i think they were like abducting basically abducting homeless people allegedly i don't know i think it's pretty true i don't know if we have to say allegedly really I think they were um, abducting homeless people, slapping them around a bit, and <laughs> sticking sticking a fucking illuminous cross on them, and that gave them an excuse to fucking slap them around a bit. 
uh, and do other weird shit as well, I think. Um, but, um, yeah, for some reason, the um, uh, cinema in Northampton, um, I can't even remember the name of it, um, cinema Northampton 80s. I forget what it was called now. Uh, cinema in Northampton Savoy, no... It's now the Deco Theatre, but it was, um, I don't know, well, part of it's the Deco Theatre, and then the other half is like the Jesus Army place. If you're not aware of the Jesus Army, they're not a real army. Um, he hasn't gone militant, although they do wear, like, camouflage type stuff. It's some sort of weird fucking Christian religious cult thing around here um, that's based out in, uh, in the sticks, and they... Um, they recently uh, had, you know, it's like any fucking weird sort of like cult thing, isn't it? It probably started with good intentions. They thought, you know, we'll uh, we'll pray to Jesus and all that sort of thing. And then they, somebody gets in charge and goes, hang on a minute. We can fucking live out all our wildest fucking weird sexual fantasies and fucking shit like that. So they basically preyed on the vulnerable, which is sort of uh, a sort of microcosm for religion um in the wider sense of it here we go we're being we're being uh, controversial today um let's have a little bit of tea hang on so yeah for some reason that cinema um whatever it was um i can't why can't i remember i went to that cinema fucking no end um cinema northampton 80s images Let's have a look. Um, yeah, it's not the old Savoy. Is that what it is now? I don't know. Jesus Centre. There's pictures of it. Cine World. No, that's not it. Um, I forget what it was. This is old age kicking in here, people. Why hasn't it just got... Oh, yeah, it was the ABC, wasn't it? ABC Cinema... Was that it? Was it still the ABC when I was a when I was a kid? I think so. It rings a bell. Anyway, fuck it. Um, anyway, the point I'm trying to make is I went to Milton Keynes to see this. It was sort of like a trip. Somebody's dad dropped us down there. I'm sure it was with like people who grew up in my road. Um, and we all went to see Karate Kid Part 3 and were fucking well into it. So... Um, you know, you wanted the little headband tie thing, didn't you, that you had? These days, they're ten a penny on the internet. This was pre-internet, people. You couldn't just go out and buy a fucking Karate Kid headband like you can these days. That's something I'll probably be Googling uh, later on. Karate Kid. You must be out. Karate Kid headband. Someone on Etsy or something like that is, like, crocheting them or... um uh. Or stitching them. Yes, you fucking can. You can get them on Amazon. Karate Kid costume fucking headband. They've even got a geezer um, in uh, um, who looks like Daniel LaRusso. Karate Kid Danielson wig. <laughs> Love it. I thought his hair looked a bit 80s in that. You've got a Danielson wig and fucking headband. Just for that authentic fucking Karate Kid, uh, Karate Kid book uh, look. Um, sorry, I said book there because the fucking book came up. Even like uh, 
the the outfit for the uh, Cobra Kai outfit that you can get um, is uh, that's about ninety quid for a fucking uh, Halloween costume. I don't know why you would want that as a Halloween costume, but uh, even the geezer on there looks like um, the Johnny. Uh, character out of Karate Kid. Anyway, I remember going seeing that in the in the fucking eighties, um, at the Point Cinema in Milton Keynes because obviously it wasn't. I keep going on about that, but it was literally like on its own in an industrial estate. I imagine this is how I remember it, and um, it was like shaped like a pyramid. And I remember getting all excited. This was back in the day where in the cinemas. They don't seem to do it anymore, but in cinemas, you used to be able to buy merchandise and memorabilia and shit like that for the films you were going to see. I remember buying fucking a Batman poster at the old ABC cinema or whatever it was. I'm still not sure it's the ABC cinema, but I don't want to get hooked up on that, guys. If you know what the name of the cinema was in Northampton in the 80s when I used to go to it... <laughs> if you can uh, if you can help me out a little bit with my failing memory that would be uh, amazing um but um yeah i remember going to see uh, batman and shit like that like the original one with um uh not adam west you cheeky fuckers um the original one with um uh michael keaton in and um, I remember, uh, I think I went with my parents um, to the cinema that night. And then you come out of there thinking, let's not go. <laughs> let's not walk down the back alley at the back of the cinema theatre, shall we? My mum's there wearing pearls. That was, I remember the pearls being dragged off. Um, yeah, but I, I had a poster for that. I had uh, I went to see the Indiana Jones films there, got posters for those. Got um, posters for the Back to the Future films. I think I even got a poster for the film Bird on a Wire. Very underrated film that I went to see. Um, but that used to be the thing back in the day where I'd be allowed... Um, um, I'd be allowed to um, go into town like with people, get the bus. Because I lived about... I don't know, four or five miles outside of town, which was like a, a village, uh, Moulton Village, like in Northampton. We'd get the bus in, go down the Ketchum Road and um, get the bus into town. And then it'd literally drop you outside Radio Northampton, which was like opposite the cinema. And then you'd either do a bit of shopping or whatever, you know, just hang around, you know, look, feeling awkward and shit, going, oh, you know. Looking, looking young and awkward, and there'd always be a big group of you. So your parents thought you were safe, although you you could quite easily wander into the middle of the road and be hit by a, the next bus spinning around that corner. Um, but um, uh, yeah, we'd do that, and then we'd go and w go to the cinema, sort of like most Saturdays or something. You know, like after Saturday afternoon after football training or something, we'd go uh, go to the cinema or go into town. Um, excited. That's the exciting lives we used to lead. We you used to have to go out. That's it, youth of today. I'm sounding old now, and I uh, let's have a little bit of tea. I'm so sounding old now, so I'm like, uh, let's have a little bit of tea. Yeah, that made me sound younger, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> I um, yeah. So we used to do that, and then go into town, uh, get into various amounts of trouble. I remember like seeing other people from school. You'd walk around in your groups from school, 
And you had the shoplifting lot. I used to go in town on Saturday just to fucking nick stuff out of the shops. I remember somebody coming up to me from school on, I forget where it was, Abington Street in Northampton, and they'd just been into Clinton's cards and stole one of those fluffy-headed trolls and saying, oh, I'll sell it to you for a fiver. What the fuck do I want with a fluffy-headed troll? I'm not going to use that at all. You know what I mean? You, you, you're pitching it to the wrong market. You know, if you're going to go in and nick a pair of trainers and sell it to me for a fiver, bang, I'm your fucking man. I'll have that at the age of 13. <laughs> Size 10, fucking hell, what are you doing? Um, go back and get my fucking size. Um, so yeah, you, but they used to do that, you know, like every, you know, not everybody used to shoplift. I never used to shoplift. I never, um, saw the appeal of, uh, the adrenaline rush of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, you used to get people in coming into school on a Monday, like trying to sell the shit that they fucking shoplifted on a Saturday. Oh, dear. This was way before eBay. Um, so uh, you had to do it on a one-to-one basis of um, of shoplifting uh, items and selling them on. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so I've been enjoying the Cobra Kai. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't watched that, um, uh, it is, it is, as I say, 100% nostalgia fest. Um, and it's just fucking, there's something not, it's fucking funny. It's fucking, um, it's got a great storyline. I'm just loving it. I I never really liked the Daniel LaRusso character in there. He just seemed in, even in the original Karate Kid films, I never really, he always seemed a bit of a wet lettuce, a little bit of a smarmy fucking, you know, all over Elizabeth Shue, who's back in this uh, this series. Um, she's making a comeback. Um, but yeah, I, I never really liked his character. I always thought he was a bit... I always thought Mr. Miyagi ought to have like made him do worse shit than painting a fucking fence. You know, paint the fence, but do it with fucking... Whilst you're standing on a bed of nails, you fucking cocky little fuck. Um... I always uh, preferred the Johnny character. He was cooler, man. He was a lot fucking cooler. He had a fucking motorbike, you know, better better outfit, you know. It was definitely, you know, these are the bad guys, these are the good guys sort of thing um, within that. And uh, I, it just, I don't know, maybe I'm uh, one of those people who kind of roots for the bad guys a little bit in films and shit like that. <laughs> Getting all fucking uh, Robert De Niro, uh, Jimmy Conway. Jimmy always rooted. He was the type of guy who always rooted for the bad guys in movies. Um, yeah, so uh, let's have a little bit more tea and then move on. Nice little nostalgia fest for me there. Um, talking about the um, ABC Cinema uh, Northampton. I'm still Googling it because... Um, I am, uh, I'm still not convinced it was called the ABC Cinema when I used to go to it. Um, History of the Deco. Here we go. Sorry, I'm, I've got sidetracked because it's fucking nagging at me. Savoy, it weren't that. Um, 
Uh, let's have a look. Number of 60s bands, uh, the Deco 30, the Hollies, the Searchers. Ah, Cannon, it was called at one point in the mid-90s. Um, Cannon Cinema, that don't seem right, I don't know. Maybe I just called it the cinema. <laughs> we only had one cinema at that point as well in Northampton. Um, they probably had artsy, fartsy fucking cinemas or whatever down at the Durngate area but um yeah that's 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 what it was now we have two we have one up by up here by six fields and then one in town center as well uh soul central i think anyway there's a little bit of information <laughs> uh you're all sitting out there thinking uh, i think you've got a little bit sidetracked with the old cinema then um this podcast is definitely taking a dip there um Anyway, talking about taking a dip, uh, that's not related to what I'm about to say. Um, there's been a lot of this, uh, a lot of this sort of talk, this conchy talk. No, um, a lot of this talk. Um, um, Bitcoin seems to be in the news like all the time at the moment. Um, this is one of those things, right? That I've always, um, always after the fact, after the fact that things rise up in price or, or it's like, hey, man, you can become a millionaire overnight if you bought these in fucking 1998 or something. Who the fuck had like 500 quid? What was the original Bitcoin price? Let's have a look. Uh, Bitcoin price. Originally. Uh, what is the price history of Bitcoin? What price is Bitcoin? Oh, Jesus, 30, 39 grand. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't going. When was Bitcoin worth $1? February 2011. Bitcoin, the world's oldest and biggest digital asset, is synonymous with cryptocurrency created in 2009. Oh, right. Okay, so it's pretty recent. By an unknown person using the alias Satoshi Nakamoto, this digital currency had hit the level of $1 for the first time on 9th of February, 2011. 9th of February? Jesus, man. Um, 2011, what's that? That's 10 years ago. Bit more. This is one of those, a bit more tea there. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so it, 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 when it, in 2011, sorry, I'm stuttering like a fuck now, aren't I? Because I'm, Okay. So 10 years ago, it was worth $1, and now it's worth 39439 per Bitcoin. This is one of those things where you wish you had fucking invested in it, um, like, fucking um, years ago. Fucking years ago. You know, you ain't ever going to make any real money out of it now because it's worth about, like, 40 grand. Who's got 40 grand to fucking just play around with? But when it was originally worth, like, a dollar or something like that, you just want to talk to yourself and go, just fucking, you know. In 2011, a dollar was worth about 70 pence, you know. For the sake of 70 pence, why didn't I know about this? How come I'm so out the loop not that it's easy to buy, I don't think. I think you need to fucking go down a dark alley with a secret fucking password. Like, meet somebody who's dressed in a fucking, you know, got a red carnation on or something like that. And they take you 
down this alleyway and then you meet some other guy who's Japanese, this um, moto guy, whatever. He stamps your hands. You get into a private club. Then you have to have a fucking raffle ticket. If your raffle ticket wins, then you go through to the back room. It's a fucking nightmare. Why can't they just fucking buy it? But um, this is something that's going to crash and burn at some point. Not that there's any gold holding up our, our own economy, when you think about it, with the old money and shit like that. But this seems like something that will crash eventually. Um, here, can I buy 100? That said, you can invest as little as a few dollars into an asset like Bitcoin. You don't have to buy one whole Bitcoin. Um, anyway, the point I'm trying to make on this, there's a fucking shitload of people, it seems, in the news at the minute who have um, who have bought Bitcoin put it onto a fucking hard drive and then either forgot the password or lost the hard drive. Um, let's have a look. This guy, this is a guy, right, who's got um, he's got two guesses to unlock Bitcoin worth $240 million and then it locks up completely. <laughs> I mean, we've all done it, haven't we? Have they got nothing on there like reset password? Like the amount of fucking passwords I've had for Amazon is fucking unbelievable. And all you scammers out there, I ain't about to tell you my uh, Amazon password. Uh, brain fog. It says, we've all been there. Brain fog makes us forget when our, our password after eight frantic attempts. I'll tell you what annoys me about passwords. This is going to sound like a stand-up bit. Hey, guys, are you annoyed by passwords? When you... It's the fucking ones where it, it used to be, you know, like it used to be like a capital letter and a fucking number and it has to be six things or whatever. I can deal with that. It's when you have to use other symbols with it, you have to use other symbols or a certain amount has to be fucking capitals, a certain amount, you know. To be honest, like the rest of us, I just want to use the same password or a variation of that on um, fucking everything. And I know that's not secure. I know that. I know there's people probably listening out there, listening to this, going, ah, what are his uh, What are his uh, mum's maiden name, or what's his uh, first pet called? Come on, just tell me your first fucking pet. Tell me your first fucking pet. Um. Anyway, so this uh, Stephen Thomas uh, has uh, forgotten his password, and it will, uh, which will unlock his hard drive containing two hundred forty million dollars worth of Bitcoin. His plight, reported in the New York Times, has gone. Viral ex Facebook security head Alex Stamos has offered to help for a ten percent cut. Bitcoin tops thirty four thousand as a record rally continues. Jesus, Mr. Thomas, who was born in Germany but lives in San Francisco, was given seven thousand and two bitcoins as payment for making a video explaining how cryptocurrency works more than a decade ago. At the time, they were worth a few dollars each. He stored them in an iron key digital wallet on a hard drive. And he wrote the password on a piece of paper he was lost. You wouldn't, you know, just fucking use a password that you, you know, would always, you know, you'd make. Oh, you, you know what I'd have done? I'd have been the fucking idiot 
in this situation who'd have gone, oh, well, they're worth $150 or something. I'll fucking have that and buy a new T-shirt. That's the fucking shit I'd have done. And then I'd be sitting there now, 10 years later, still wearing that holy, crusty fucking under-the-arms deodorant fucking that hard deodorant shit that goes under your arms of your t-shirts when you sweat out still wearing that going why the fuck this t-shirt has just cost has cost me 240 million dollars um after 10 failed attempts the password will encrypt itself making the wallet impossible to access perhaps unsurprisingly the Dilemma has put him off cryptocurrencies. He told the New York Times, the whole idea of being your own bank, let me put it this way, do you make your own shoes? Some people do. The reason we have banks is that we don't want to deal with all those things that banks do. Um, Mr. Stamos, who is now professor at Stanford Internet Observatory, tweeted, Mr. Thomas is uh, $220 million in locked up Bitcoin. You don't make 10 password guesses but take it to professionals to buy 20 iron keys and spend six months finding a side channel or uncapping so there is a way around it then i'll make it happen for 10 percent. call me uh, mr thomas would not be the first potential i mean that's fucking mental isn't it 240 million just sitting there in your fucking hard drive why not you know 24 million just you know Give that away. If he gets it, he gets it. If he don't, he don't. You're still in the same situation. That's got to be worth that. You know, you've still got over 200 million. Uh, there's another one where a Newport man, uh, a guy from Wales, uh, Newport man offers the council 52.5 million to search for Bitcoin hard drive. Who's thrown away his fucking hard drive. He's thrown away the hard drive. It's in a fucking landfill site. Apparently, like, uh, the uh, the fucking uh, council, he knows what day it went out or where it was buried in this certain fucking area. And the council, like, keep everything logged of where everything is. So he knows where it is. He just needs the council to give him permission to fucking dig for it. And they've gone, nah, mate. Nah, you don't get to be a multimillionaire. James Howes, a 35-year-old IT engineer from Newport, was working from home at the time. After having a clear-out, he realised he had thrown away the hard drive containing 7,500 bitcoins rather than the empty hard drive he had meant to dispose of. You'd fucking check it first, mate, wouldn't you? Mr. Howes has previously asked counsel for permission to search the site, but his request have been denied. Unlucky punk. Um... The way the council operated in 2000, when a general waste bin was full, it was given a serial number. Uh, fucking hell. I mean, like, you know, surely someone at the council, if they went, yeah, give us the 52 and a half million and we'll fucking have a look for it. We can put some, I don't know, some bunting up or something like that. Try and win Britain in bloom competition. I don't know. Anyway. It is definitely one of those things where you think, oh, fucking hell. I wish I wasn't, like, fucking such an idiot in 2011 and just invested a little bit of money. Just took a punt on it, you know, just took a punt on a cryptocurrency and see how it goes. Whereas now, when it's worth 39 grand, you're like, I am never, ever going to own a Bitcoin. One Bitcoin, not even one. Even if you had that sort of money, even if you had like 40 grand sitting in the bank and you thought, right, 
You couldn't afford to fucking risk it on that, could you? Just in case it takes a plummet, because there's literally nothing holding it up other than people saying, this is worth this amount. And you're like, okay. And then the next day you wake up and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, it's, it's worth the price of a Snickers bar. I can get a Snickers bar. Yesterday I could have bought, you know, if it goes up to a hundred grand or something, yesterday I could have bought a flat. Today I can buy a sneakers bar, and I know, I know that um, uh, that can happen with our currency anyway. I, I, I've seen fucking, you know, I've done history at school. Yeah, I know what it's like. Uh, I know what it was like in Germany, where they, you know, after the First World War, where they're taking wheelbarrows of fucking. Um, money to go and buy a loaf of bread. I know it can happen, but at least like with the the modern currency, the government, you know, with like you know the pound or the dollar, they do fluctuate between it, but it's never gonna fucking crash completely because there's too many rich fucking people who would lose everything. You know, if it, if a fucking loaf of bread became a million quid or something you just get people robbing from bread from bakeries and bread factories uh that's all you get and everybody everybody would be the same and the rich people don't want to lose what they've got so they're gonna do everything they can to stop that from happening um here we go here we go uh anyway on the uh, on the subject of Bitcoin, that is it. We've had a bit of a nostalgia episode this episode. We went a bit off track. Um, uh, that was um, we are at the end of this episode now. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was episode one hundred seventy-eight. Uh, if you've got um, any questions or anything like that, uh, or you want to give me some Bitcoin. Uh, you can just message me podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Um, I will be back on Tuesday, uh, motherfuckers, where hopefully I'll be a little bit more prepared and we won't go through um, um, uh, reminiscing uh, so much uh, as we did this episode. Uh, have a good rest of your weekend, motherfuckers. I will speak to you on Tuesday. Uh, take care.